Yo, the Barbershop 303 Sports Talk Podcast is back. 2022, we're going to start with the NFL Draft next on the Barbershop 303 Sports Talk Podcast. Let's go. So, today is Friday. Round two and three will be tonight. But I want to start this season off Season three, I want to start this off by focusing mainly on the first round. Um, It was a good first round. It was a little shocking in some areas, but I'm going to start off with my round one winners. These are the teams that I felt won the first round of the draft, and I based this off of a little bit of the history of the team, how they draft, as well as looking at the players they picked and where those players were ranked in my head, you know what I'm saying? So, first team that won the first round of the draft, in my opinion, you have to pick the New York Jets. I have no choice. I've never I, I've never liked the Jets' picks. I've never liked the Jets as a team that much because I felt like the organization, is they just based on, like, they're rich, New York, expensive money. Oh, we got some decent teams. We'll, we'll draft one hype player, but once they got their coach from the 49ers, once they, I, and I love them, great defensive-minded coach, they basically running the 49ers of the East. They're running the 49ers offense, and they're going to build the defense the way that the Niners did about five, six years ago. So, first, you know, when you take a cornerback, uh, when you take a cornerback that's such a beast, um, and, and I thought Stingley – I didn't think Stingley would go uh, – Derek Stingley would go third. I, that, that's what shocked me. But, you know, when you get a chance to get, you know, Mr. Lockdown, Mr. Cincinnati Bearcat, uh, I thought that was a great pick for them. He's a very confident corner. He's smart. He has never given up a touchdown in college. I thought that was unbelievable and amazing. And he played against SEC opponents. He played against uh, Notre Dame, which that was a great game, and they beat Notre Dame, and they also played against Bama. So think about it. He didn't give up a touchdown his entire college career, all right, and had a great combine. Um, he's, he's, I think he's like 6'2", 6'3", rangy, good corner to run the 49ers. Basically, think about the Jets as the 49ers defense, okay? So he's basically going to be running that defense, Um so that was their four. Their four pick was a corner. They also had a pick at ten. At ten, I thought they were gonna pick Jermaine Johnson. That's who I had them picking. Um, they took Garrett Wilson, the best cornerback, best wide receiver. Excuse me. They took the best wide receiver in the draft. Consensus wise, I don't think there was a wide receiver hands down in this draft that was the best day one. I think if uh, Will, if Williams from Alabama, I think if Jameis Williams, I think if he was healthy, he would have easily been a top five pick. Um, and think about it, man. Wilson, Olave, and Williams, they were at Ohio State at the exact same time, same room. And it's crazy that Ohio State in the last four, four years haven't won a national championship, and they had all this talent. You know what I'm saying? They had Chase Young. They had Olave. They had Williams. They had a Wilson. Um, I forgot the quarterback they had. Um, ah, man, I can't remember the quarterback. They they had a 
Uh, Justin Fields. They had Justin Fields. Come on. So when you think about the, you know, sometimes it doesn't translate. You know, yeah, they didn't have they didn't have Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson along with Joe Burrow, even though they had Joe Burrow. <laughs> Crazy, right? So uh, let, let me get back to the on topic. Garrett Wilson, I think um, the, the guy he catches everything. Um, he's a high jumper, great vertical leap. I think he had like a 30, 36, 37 inch vertical leap. Great hands. I think he only had two drop passes. So, I mean, come on, man. So, um, hats off to the New York Jets. About time. And then they – this is what pissed me off. My Buccaneers are sitting there at 27. Um, the, the, so, the pick's at 26. Titans are sitting there. I'm like, yo, this is it. This is it. Titans – I said Titans wasn't going to draft a DN. Jermaine Johnson was going to fall one more spot. And then the Jets trade back into the first round. And as soon as I saw the Jets' name, I knew exactly who they were picking because I had them picking Jermaine Johnson at 10, and he fell to 26. Nothing wrong with him. And, and, and I know a lot of them were trying to say, oh, you know, um, maybe there's something happened. Maybe there was something wrong. I'm like, no, sometimes the draft falls like that. You know what I'm saying? J.J. Watt was, a, was picked in the teens, and he had a great motor at college. So – a lot of times, these great pass rushers, they don't always go at the beginning. But I really, I wanted to put him beside Tryon and Vita Vea, man. I, I, I was already thinking about it, man. We're going to keep you in Florida. You know, you're hungry. Players, you've been getting skipped. And he went to the Jets. So the Jets won. In my opinion, the Jets had an A-plus best, best picks in the first round. Number two, the Detroit Lions. Number one, the Lions got the best DN in the draft. Aiden Hudson is the best defense end in the draft. I don't care what they say about Trevor Walker. You didn't. Sh- you got to show that junk on tape. You got to show that junk on tape. You in the SEC? You got to show me on tape, man. You know what I'm saying? You're not a. You're not a true pass rusher. Um, you played on a great defensive line, but you didn't stand out. You weren't even. Jordan Davis is the best player on that defense. I, I don't care what anybody says. Jordan Davis, the freak was the best player on that defense. And for them to skip Aiden Hutchinson, who was like, in my opinion, he's clean. Clean. That means he's got a high work ethic. He's got a high motor. And he's a, he was a great hands. And when I and think about this, the Bolsas, neither of the Bolsas ran a 4-6. They both ran 4-7. I think one of the Bolsas ran a, like almost a 4-8, man. Like they ran high 40s, but they got great hands and great motor. For a defensive end, I don't need your first step to be like Thibodeau. I don't need that. I don't need it. I don't need that clowny first step. I need your hands to be great. I need you to be able to get an offensive lineman's hands off you. I need you to be able to knock his hands down, chop, rip. You know what I'm saying? Cross club. I need to, I need to see you swim. I need to see you stab. I need to see you ghost. I need to see you do some moves. You know what I'm saying? Cross chop, all that stuff. And Ada Hutchinson can do all of that. And I think he's his dad being an NFL, uh, being a, a you know ex Michigan Wolverine, a, a very good uh, pass rusher in college, and he just followed the pedigree. It's the pedigree, the Bosa's dad pedigree. You got, you can't draft Trayvon Walker off of a combine, and you can't, you just can't do that in my opinion. You can't. I don't even know where that came from. Jacksonville, y'all did what y'all did. There is no way I'm drafting any other defensive player in this draft over Aiden Hutchinson. You know what I'm saying? Georgia had to double-team him. Georgia had to double-team him. 
that's what, what that's the respect. That's when you're like, yo, you, you y'all got Neil. Y'all got a third, y'all got a top five, top ten offensive tackle, and y'all had a double team Hudson. So that's just me. Um, one thing I heard, I heard Jacksonville was going off of the analytics of the arm list of a defensive lineman, and I don't want to hear that crap, man. I, I, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't want to hear that. I don't care if your arms three inches shorter. If you can get his arms off you, it really don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. He, fourteen sacks. He was getting somebody's hands off. He was that arm lift wasn't a problem in college. So yeah, yeah. Detroit, about time y'all hit and coming and trading back up aggressively. Love Dan Campbell. I love. Him. I'm glad Dan Campbell is making some good draft picks to get Jameson Williams. The best wide receiver in the draft, in my opinion, if he was healthy, right? Off a torn ACL. Now, they, they got uh, St. Brown last year at wide receiver. I think that's his name, St. Brown, a wide receiver uh, that had a good year for for the Lions. Now, you add Williams to that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Awesome. Awesome. Great, great pick. You don't have to rush him. Let him come back about midseason playing in a dome. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage of the Packers getting weak at wide receiver. Take advantage. Now the Packers might would have would have done this. I thought you know I I thought that was a mistake by them. But great job, Detroit. Detroit, y'all. I felt that y'all were the second winners in the draft. The the uh, the third and final team that I felt won the NFL draft, the New York Giants. Drafting Kayvon Thibodeau, I think Thibodeau was. I think. Two years ago, Thibodeau was the best player in this draft, and Stingley was second. But, you know, things happen. They they questioned his motor. I don't question Thibodeau's motor. The fact that he got hurt and he didn't clowny it, he didn't sit out the rest of the year and was like, I'm, ready, I'm getting ready for the draft. He played. He put that elbow brace on, and that cat was playing, yo, on a team that didn't have a chance to go to the playoffs like that. So I give it up to him. He's got a great first step. He doesn't have – usually guys that have great first steps and they're awesome like that. They don't have the Khalil Mack arms and strength and hands. They 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 got like a they do one move. They don't have much counters. I like DNs that got counter moves. Thibodeau's gonna have a great career playing by next to Dexter Lawrence. He's gonna be playing next to um, uh, Leonard Williams. I mean, he's gonna be he he should eat. You know what I'm saying? He should eat. I hope today the Giants find a way to draft um, the others. The linebacker from uh, Georgia. I hope they figure it out. If they can get him, oh yeah, Lions. They super. The Lions will win the first day and a half of the draft if they do that. They need to get one more, one more guy um, to go along with Thibodeau on that defense. And coming back and getting Neil at seven. At first, I thought they made a mistake because Carolina picked at six, and I knew Carolina was going to draft an offensive lineman, and I didn't want Carolina to dictate which lineman the Giants take. So the Giants. Knowing they weren't gonna pick an end, the, the Panthers weren't gonna pick Thibodeau, could have drafted their tackle first, and they really needed um, a right tackle. They didn't need a left tackle. They got Anthony uh, from Georgia last year or the year before, whatever year they got him, two years ago. So Anthony Thomas. So they basically are set. Both sides of the ball are in line. Give it up, Giants. Y'all did it. Both New York teams had a great draft. Great draft. Y'all drafted five awesome players. Y'all drafted five of the top 15 players in the draft. Awesome. And they went to two teams. So you you have to – I don't care if you're a Cowboy fan. I don't care if you're a, a Patriots fan. 
those two teams, you got to give it up to them. They won the first. Uh, they were part of with along with the Lions. They won the first round of the NFL draft. Um, when it comes to losers, though, my number one loser. Um, and I'm not losers won't pertain to any team that didn't have a first round pick. All right, it's just my opinion. I thought the Dallas Cowboys were a loser. I didn't think that they drafted anybody that's going to make a super impact. That tackle they took, he was like the fifth, sixth best tackle, but he's a project. They even were saying it. They was like, he's a project. They say he can't, his bend is, he, he's not a great bender. He doesn't play with great pad level. He's, I'm like, yo, y'all drafted projects in round one to protect that. So I didn't like that. Um, I, I didn't like that at all. And I really feel that, um, I really felt that the Cowboys could have made a bigger splash. I thought the Cowboys were going to try to draft a wide receiver to replace Amari Cooper because they, as an offense, Dallas, um, I just I just felt Dallas was more scarier when they had CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, you know what I'm saying, and then add anybody else and they would, you know, do their job. Dak was straight, but now I, I, I feel like teams like Dallas, teams like the Packers, teams like the Chiefs, I felt like like these wide receivers leaving these teams uh, really set them back a few. So, uh, yeah, I felt Dallas was a loser in the first round because of who they picked, based on what they what I felt they needed. They could have even tried to trade up. They weren't aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Like when you saw they showed a clip right before they picked of Jerry Jones and, and the guys in the war room. And you remember a couple years ago, Jerry Jones was on a yacht. That's the year I think he grabbed C.D. Lamb. He was on that yacht. He was just sitting there. He wasn't really laughing or nothing. Steven was laughing his son. Everybody else was smiling because they were like, yeah, we're going to build this line through the draft. I'm like, all right, yeah. but y'all still, y'all aren't explosive anymore as y'all was. And I just think Dallas could have done a better job. So, um, yeah. The other team that I picked for losers is the Patriots. The Patriots drafted a lineman from Chattanooga that nobody knew. Nobody had a first-round grade on it doesn't matter what the Patriots say. Um, now, they said make, they drafted Logan Makins years ago, and it worked. But I'm like, yeah, but y'all drafted Shaq Mason, and he's a Buccaneer now. So, um, oh, yeah, okay. So, I, I felt the Patriots lost. They took an L, and um, yeah, they'll have to recover from that. I just thought that there were a couple – you got Matt Jones. I, and, I, and this move – uh, showed me that it's going to be a Harris, uh, a Harris ran team. They, they're going to run the ball. They're going to run the football. That's the main reason why you make a move like this. You draft a guard, a, 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 a decent guard. I, they didn't even say he was that good, so I don't know. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever. But yep, yeah, that's my take on the winners and losers draft wise on round one. All right, so now I'm going to give my early prediction of round two tonight on Friday the 29th. Um, so tonight, I'm going to tell you what should what should happen for a couple teams. Number one, I'm going to start with the Atlanta Falcons. You drafted, um, ah, man, I can't remember, the, the wide receiver from USC, big wide receiver, the, the Vincent Jackson, the Mike Evans. You know, you drafted the big boy, the big wide receiver from USC, right? You got Kyle Pitts. You gotta draft Malik Willis. You gotta draft your future. You got to. Marcus Mariota is not the future for the Atlanta Falcons. If you're smart, 
you dra- I'm going to tell you, there's two picks that Atlanta Falcons need to make back-to-back. Two picks. First, you need to draft Malik Willis with the first pick of uh, of round two. And then, if you have another second-round pick or if you can trade back up, I would draft Brees Hall. They don't have a runner, a real running back on their roster. They got Cordell Patterson, who he's a good gadget. Cordell Patterson could be a good slot, you know, a good come in every now and then. Draft Brees Hall or, or Ken Walker. All right, I would prefer, uh, you know, me being a Buccaneer fan, I prefer them not to draft either. But just being a realist, I really think the Falcons can change their offensive trajectory. I'm talking about you get a tight end, right? You get a wide receiver, you get a quarterback, and you get a runner back. And two drafts, you basically have replaced Devontae Freeman, Julio Jones, Tony Gonzalez, and, and, and Matt Ryan for the next, like, five years minimum. You replace all that in two drafts, and, and that would be a hats off. Now, if you draft anything else, that's on you. You know, don't worry about the defense. You know, play, play the best. Get your offense right. That way, next year comes, you can load up on defense, especially when you don't have to pay a quarterback $45, 55 $70 million, right? So, and the salary cap is resetting itself. So, go pick up some pieces. You got a, you've got the Titans base uh, court. You got the Titans ex-coordinator when they, when they were running Derrick Henry. So, they're slowly building the Titans of the East, the Titans of the NFC. So, just take your time, build up. Um, and, and I would go for Malik Willis first, first pick, right? And then I would come back and grab Brees Hall if you can get Brees Hall. If you can't get Brees Hall, you got to get Kenneth Walker. You got to get one of these two. Kenneth Walker is a freak, man. He's freakish talent, man. So draft one of these two, and I think y'all set. Especially being in a dome, you can get back to the point where y'all are averaging 30, 35 points a game. Uh, Mariota will be a good place setter. Willis is not ready yet, but knowing that you got Mariota, you can draft a, 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 a mobile quarterback like Malik Willis and kind of run the same type of offense. That's the reason why they got Mariota, because this is the coordinator who had Mariota when they drafted him. So he knows the strengths and weaknesses of Mariota. Mariota had his best season under him, calling the plays. And Mariota can run a lot of RPO run pass option um, plays. So, yeah, that's, that's what I would do. Um, the second team that I think needs to kind of make a move is the Green Bay Packers. There's a few wide receivers. Number one, Pickens from Georgia. I really think the Packers need to try to make a move. They got, I think they said the Packers and the Chiefs have multiple second, third round picks. So, I, but I, I'm, I'm calling this for the Packers. I think Pickens is the best wide receiver left, uh, and then Watson. Uh, but I would, I would, if I'm the Packers, I want some more height. Get another, get another rangy wide receiver to go along with Adam Lazard, and I think they got Sammy Watkins and Rorant O'Call. Draft another one. Draft another one. He ain't too much. Draft Pickens. Pickens, Pickens I, didn't, I don't think Pickens maxed out while he was in college. I think he left a little bit on the table. He's good. He'd be great with Aaron Rodgers. Just draft him. Draft him. See what happens, right, um, and, and make it happen. Um, I already called this um, on the wins, I believe. I said the Giants need to draft the linebacker who's left I think he was number 17 for the Georgia Bulldogs. Draft him. Georgia, man, listen, um, for Georgia to have won the national championship and they got all these guys 
getting drafted, like five and a half, five first-round picks. Not the Miami Hurricane 2000, 2001, whatever year that was, off defense, but very good defense. You know, two linebackers, the entire defensive line. Um, the cornerback, Ramble, he's a, he's a young, so and I like him. But, yes. I if I'm if I'm um if I'm the Giants, I want to draft a linebacker and put him right in the middle, right in the center, right behind Leonard, that Lawrence, and and now Thibodeau. Put man, listen, listen, Giants, y'all right there, man. Y'all y'all, I felt the Giants had a great defense last year, man. Y'all right there, and y'all got the Buffalo Bills got the ball. Oh man, man, yo, they coming. NFL, let me say something real quick. The NFL. The gap is closing between really terrible teams and great and good teams. The Jaguars, I still think they're going to finish a little low. I, I just think they got a bunch of number two wide receivers. I, I just don't think they helped Trevor Lawrence enough. Um, I think they could. I think they could trade your first-round picks next year, go get Debo Samuels or something like that, pair him with Trevor Lawrence, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yes, I, I feel like those predictions, I feel that there will be another trade today. Uh, tonight, I feel there'll be a couple of players moved, but in the in the meantime, I think especially the Falcons, the Falcons can really change the traje- to the, ah, the trajectory of their team by drafting Malik Willis, Brees Hall, Malik Willis, a Christian guy. He's from Georgia. They already know him. They saw him in college, the high school, college. They saw him go to Auburn. Go get him. He's not Michael Vick. But he's he's got a little splash. He's got a little 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 jazz, little zazz, little pizzazz. So that's what I would do. I would I would easily go after him, make him Atlanta Falcon, see what happens. Right? That's what I would do. So um, yeah, that's that's my preview for round two. Mainly the Falcons. Focus on the Falcons tonight. If the Falcons don't go after Malik Willis and Brees Hall, I thought they make a mistake. Carolina, I thought, would go after Malik Woods, but they don't have another pick till round four. Imbeciles. Imbeciles. That's what you call them. Stupid. Very stupid. But, you know, that's them. Um, Along with this segment, I'm going to talk about the trade that shocked the NFL during the draft. So, and this trade has some domino effects coming with it. A.J. Breezy gets traded from the Tennessee Titans got traded to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, and they were speaking about him possibly getting traded the other day. They were talking about it whenever they mentioned um, the money. And you got to think about it. He, him, I, th- I, I believe, I believe um, A.J. Brown, D.K., and um, Debo, I think they all have the same agent. So to think they're all talking about money at the same time is kind of crazy, but it serves its purpose. It happens. Man, they're all asking for money. So, um, yeah, man, it's crazy, crazy. But A.J. Brown is in the NFC. A.J. Brown is a uh, – A.J. Brown's an eagle. And the eagles were going crazy when that pick happened. They have not had – a wide receiver. This, this is the best wide receiver they've had since T.O. And I think A.J. Brown, in this point in his career, after year four, is better than T.O. was at that age. So just think about this. The the love that they shared and they gave T.O., then they're going to give that same 
the same love to AJ Brown even more. And this is going to, there's a no excuse. There's no more excuses. No more excuses for Jalen Hurts. He's got to show up now. You know what I'm saying? You got Jalen Rager. You got um, Devontae Smith. Now you got AJ Breezy. AJ Brown, one of my favorite wide receivers in the NFL. You got all these guys. So just make it happen. Do what you got to do. It's no more excuses. I'm tired of hearing excuses for a lot of these uh for a lot of these players. I'm tired of it. Make it happen. That's that's all I gotta say. But the other trade that happened was Marquise Brown, Hollywood, Hollywood, whatever. Um, he is now a Arizona Cardinal, and it took me a while to remember, but he played college ball with Kyler Murray, and it's almost like they're they're trying to make sure Kyler Murray, not that he has the most elite weapons, but that he has enough weapons. Enough weapons not to make any excuse, not to cry, and just to make things happen. So, um, so you know, basically, basically it's crazy how the NFL works. But Marquise Brown, he's okay. He's a good player. Uh, he he drops too much passes. He's not clutch like his cousin Antonio Brown. But maybe a lot of teams are hoping that he's got Antonio's, you know, the genes. He's got the it. In him, like he can become this. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, that was a couple of trades that shocked me a little bit for the first round. AJ Brown's gonna be a monster. But the question is, did the Eagles? Um, did, did, if if Jalen Hurts hits, the Eagles, the Eagles probably would have won this draft because they made great draft picks, and they got AJ Brown. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy. So and remember the Eagles made a trade with the Saints, so they kind of they kind of was working together to make some things happen. You know they were working together to make some things happen, and yeah, it's 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 crazy, it's crazy. So hats off to the Eagles, man. Y'all did a great job, man. Eagles about time, man. I'm tired of seeing certain teams let Dallas Cowboys win such a sorry division. It's about time everybody compete. Eagles, Giants. The commanders, you know, they didn't do much. They didn't pick who I thought they would pick. I thought they should have grabbed Jermaine Johnson or Kyle uh, Hamilton. I can't even remember who they drafted. Oh, they drafted the wide receiver from Penn State. I thought that was a mistake. Y'all haven't. Y'all didn't do anything to beat Dallas. You didn't do anything to beat the Giants. You didn't do anything to beat the Eagles. So now you're, you're fourth place. So there you have it. Um, that's my NFL draft review and preview. From day one and the beginning of day two. So getting back, I'm going to end today's podcast talking about the NBA a little bit. Uh, very discouraged that the the New Jersey, the uh, Brooklyn Nets got knocked out of the playoffs. That's terrible. Swept with a dirty broom. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think Kevin Durant is no longer the best player in the league. You can't, um, this can't happen to you. You can't get swept by Boston. I don't care. It's basketball. I play basketball. You can't. If somebody sweep you in basketball, they way they better than you. They better than you, hands down. Tatum, Tatum outplayed Kevin Durant every game. I think Tatum's on his way. Let me say something. I'm going to say this. Tatum is not a superstar yet. If Tatum beats Milwaukee and he outplays Giannis and he D's Giannis up a little bit, because he has gotten stronger. He's gotten bigger. Um, Tatum's a superstar. He's top ten. He's close. 
Yeah. He top ten. He'll, he'll get there. Let him do his job. Kobe was right. Kobe Kobe had a good uh, thoughts about Jason Tatum, man. Kobe really liked him. LeBron had LeBron met him when he was young too. They got pictures, man. Look, Tatum, he next. He next. When I say next, I think John Morant already in in the superstar uh, talks already fast, right? Tatum ain't there yet, but Tatum can get there during this playoff. So, yeah. You know that's a little pause, but just that's that's how I feel about it. That's that's how I feel. I think Kevin Durant has relinquished the best player in the league. I think it, I believe it's Giannis. Giannis is the best player in the NBA. That that finals last year. Some people say, "Oh, don't let one series, one game dictate a person." Giannis been coming, two time MVP. He been coming. What more you want? And ended the and, and think about this. He ended the NBA finals with a fifty piece. 50. Drop 50. So, you know, every, you know, when you see stuff like that, when you see players like that, it's a, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. And, and, and Giannis is the best player in the NBA. Giannis is the only person who can shut down a center, guard a guard, and play forward in the NBA right now at an elite level, and, and it's done. So I, I want to see Giannis shutting down Tatum. That's what I want to see. But we will see what happens. NBA playoffs is at a good run. That's all I wanted to talk about in the NBA. I didn't, don't need to talk about nothing else. That's what's going on right now. That's it. <laughs> there you have it. It's great to be back. Um, goal is to have a podcast, especially right now, once a week. Um, hopefully coming out the end towards the end of the week, kind of recapping what happened during the week. If anything huge or major comes out, I'd like to talk about that a little bit as well. But NFL draft, that's where we're at. NBA playoffs. Baseball, I don't care about that much. Sorry. If you're a baseball fan, I'm sorry. It's too slow. Um, it's too slow a sport. Hopefully one day I can talk about soccer. My kids are soccer players. So hopefully talk about stuff like that. Um, hopefully I'll get some collaborations this year, get some competition, competitive talk. Um but we'll see what happens, man. So, yeah, this, this is Coach Workhorse signing out from the Barbershop 303 Sports Talk Podcast. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Peace. 